welcome to Out on an Island podcast. I'm Al. I'm Diz. We're going to stop saying the numbers. Yeah. Um. We fuck it up every time. And, you know, <laughs> at some point you just have to admit your failures and accept who you are as a human being and move on. Yay. You know what else we forgot to do in the last episode we recorded? Was... Talk about the titular lyrics. Oh, much worse than a mirage, just imagine a cheap dash flash facade painted up like the city of my dreams. There we go. There it is. Yay. There they are. And we have lyrics for this one, right? We have a song for this one. <laughs> we're going to keep it short and simple this week. I think we're just going to go with Bob Dylan writes propaganda songs. Yay. Which is a song by Minutemen, and it's also the titular well it's the title and it's one of like five lyrics to the song because they're simple Minutemen. nice yeah we've been doing a whole bunch of songs with real short verses and choruses lately you mean we've been doing punk rock then <laughs> yeah super super punk rock well i have news that the mister shared with me oh. and he was like you have to talk about this i haven't even heard about this yet and i'm so scared of it honestly you should be. It's it's sad. It's fucking sad. And uh, do I want to hear about it? Is it just going to cause an anxiety attack and then uh, my or the rest of my days going to be ruined? How bad is it? Do it's you're... not as bad as this thing I read on Facebook the other day. Like one of my friends posted a thing on Facebook and like Shaggy was going to tell me something about Star Trek and he looked over and like I'm all crying and he's like, "Oh my god, what's wrong?" And I was like, I just read the saddest post and he's like, what was it? And then I told him and then he started crying. And like, so we're sitting there like, oh, my God, crying together. It was so sad. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, that was totally different than this. So it's not that which was about like dog, uh, like animals, you know, when they're when they're getting put to sleep. Jesus Christ. I know. What am I doing to myself? What is this? This became like the misery <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was unintentional. Well, the the news story is not that. It's not anything that we can control, but like... <laughs> Those are the saddest things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, just, just rip the fucking band-aid off. Just do it. So someone actually did a study um, on the base in Antarctica um, about sexual harassment. Okay. And so sexual harassment and assault plague the U.S. research bases in Antarctica, which is obviously to be expected right um yeah. you have to petition to go there women who uh, when you go there you go there as an individual or as part of a research team so like you are isolated in antarctica from any sort of system of support and like even though communication's gotten better it still is not great you can't be in constant contact with people and there are more women at these bases. So like visibility for women in science in different science positions is amazing. And getting to go down there is a is a wonderful opportunity. But 72% of the women at Antarctica's research bases right now have experienced sexual harassment, sexual assault, or sexual like stalking. Hmm. Yeah. And a survey of 880 current and recent employees uh, also confirmed the same findings. Each year, more than 3,000 scientists, contractors, and mili military personnel are sent down there under NSF jurisdiction. And it's just, you know, 
crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult workplace. There is no real DEI. It's still a lot of like a, a boys club. And the mister was saying that the numbers are staggering. And that's what I'm looking for now, but I can't find it. I mean, 72% of respondents that have uh, say they have experienced that. And then over half of that 880 have also confirmed like, and that's 880 total, you know, men, women, non-gender identifying and trans have all said, oh, yeah, I can corroborate these these numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's really an interesting topic because, like, when you put people in isolation like that, you know what I mean? Like, people are going to get crazy. And I think, like, it depends on the group size, though, you know what I mean? Because, like, you can put a bunch of astronauts in space, obviously, and, like, stuff like that and probably get away without any sexual harassment or at least limited sexual harassment happening. But I think that's because the group size is so small, you know what I mean? And, like, the fact that, like, there's these varying teams of, like, even, like, na like nationally, like, from different countries mm. of scientists being sent down to Antarctica, you know what I mean? Like... Then you have, like, a large group of people, so then it's, like, mm. shit's easier to get away with, I guess, you know? And also it's, like, fucking Antarctica, so, like, who's gonna hear you scream? Scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to use the alien, you know, tagline, but, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it instantly made me think of the thing also. Yeah, like yeah, that's totally... Side note about alien and, like, the whole, like premise of it is actually kind of something similar to this but like the whole like fear nerve that alien was meant to hit when it was written was they were basing the entire thing off of like a innate fear of male force impregnation so like that's what, oh. what makes the movie so horrifying as like a horror movie is because like men hate the idea of forced impregnation like oh well don't we all you know what I mean yeah but, like, that was like what created the whole storyline of like how they were like oh this is gonna be fucking brutal for people to watch you know yeah I never would have thought that that's yeah. really cool yeah yeah I mean it is the best movie it's my favorite movie for anybody who doesn't know that we know each other a little better now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's fucking gnarly though dude yeah i guess like do you guys is there a lot of sexual assault in academia in general or like at least harassment yes <laughs> yeah um, well and it depends on really what your work culture is like um and you know now there's a whole bunch of ethics trainings that like if you work with human subjects and you do human subjects research, you have to go through these whole series of tests and certifications. And those are for like ethics and credibility. And they include things like sexual harassment. Um, and then, you know, I helped draft like a policy, an employee student dating policy. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was teaching at one university, my mister also started going there and like, you know, what is disclosure, even though we don't have classes together, is mm -hmm. it something that we should still like, or not, we like, we weren't in the same classroom. He was never my student. Um, so there was no power dynamic, but do you still have to like disclose it? And sure. A lot of times. So 
interesting you brought that up. So James Franco actually recently came out as a sex addict. <laughs> um, you mean he got caught? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, sex addiction is a real thing. Um, it's a behavioral addiction. And, but what the big problem was with James Franco was he started his own school. Like, A, why would you do that? Like, mm -hmm. you were teaching at, like, Yale. Um, so obviously and doesn't he have like a fucking honorary phd no it's an actual doctorate like he has a real fucking doctorate <laughs> like it's dr james franco yeah my friend hates him because he's like i feel like he didn't have to work as hard for that phd as like other people did i don't know if that's true that's just my friend's opinion <laughs> i feel like he totally did he went to school for like six or seven years for it he like lectured in poetry classes like as a as a as a lecturer and like so i don't know i feel like he definitely did have to work for it where he went wrong though was where he tried to start his own school and then like he had he had a class about like sex scenes and so like the title was meant to just be salacious they were supposed to be doing analysis but like it got really weird it created all these power dynamics he also does like to date students and even if he talked with other faculty and academia they were like this is wrong dude like you can't do it he just didn't like listen mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and considered to like exert his you know power and authority over young female students which is not good not good at all <laughs> it's not sir. ideal yeah it's no just, it's not a cute look you know <laughs> and i'm hoping that you know if he really does have sex addiction which you know is totally real it is a, a true addiction it manifests in many forms including porn addiction um risky behavior online uh, edging is a huge thing in the sex addiction community so edging is where you can masturbate sorry nsfw i guess i don't know no it's fine it's safer work <laughs> keep listening um <laughs> it's where you can masturbate for extended hours because you don't actually let yourself climax you keep taking yourself back from climax <laughs> who's got the time like people <laughs> make the time that's part of why it's an addiction you know wild like, it's so crazy and totally real totally valid if he has it i hope he's in a program i hope he is working with a sponsor i hope he has help and support from the people he cares about and i'm hoping he stays the fuck away from women like young impressionable yeah, for women the time being yeah that's really interesting like that whole case is like really interesting because i i would really like to know i mean there's no way we will ever know but like would he ever have come out about it if he hadn't gotten caught like probably not you probably know what not. i mean if he was like arrogant enough to like start this school and then go against everybody's good advice about running a school and like what the proprieties are in terms of like student teacher relationships then like he is certainly some kind of asshole you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, and sex addiction is one of the most taboo like in our community to have because most people think just exclusively of sexual predators or, you know, like sexually violent people, but most sex addicts are not predators. I mean, sure, there are sexual predators that are also sex addicts, but most of them just have like a hard time. Like most addicts just have a hard yeah, time. Yeah, sure. And there's functioning addicts everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, like, I think that that mythos is something that, like, needs to be kind of discussed further in terms of, like, we need to understand that, like, you know, of all of the meth users there are in America, like, a good fucking number of them are functioning meth heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, so you don't, like, 
Like, we have to stop just painting these people like they're, like, these, like, scary, like, ah, fucking eating people's faces and shit all the time, you know what I mean? Like, because, like, there can be unstable meth users that look totally normal, too. Just, like, with, you know, this whole James Franco thing, like, there can be totally stable sex addicts who are unstable. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, they, we don't teach you how to look for him because he doesn't have, like, a creepy, I don't know, maybe he did have a creepy pedophile mustache. Those are in <laughs> style right now. They are I'd worthy. like to talk about that. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, a student brought up, we were talking about consent in one of my classes. and Well, in all of my classes this week, that was our big topic. What is consent? What does it look like? And it's uh, online consent, consent to terms and conditions. But we were talking about different types of consent that we experience in our, you know, communities. And mm. one of my students lives in a country where an outgoing judge declared that foreplay is a form of consent that cannot be revoked. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, as just like a final like F you. Yeah, like, well, like well, what? He's a seated judge. But like what are the parameters on that? Because like that seems really hard to define like what foreplay is and like foreplay on like whose part because like it's a two to tango situation and like if somebody's diddling you like is that the foreplay we're talking about? Because it's technically still foreplay. It's just one-sided. Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm going to post the article in the chat. I'm not sure, or I mean in the show notes, in the chat, um, in the <laughs> show notes so that people can read a little more about it. Because like, what also then if you're coerced into foreplay or like if one of you, yeah, like you're saying, if one person is passed out and yeah. the other person is just doing shit. Totally. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, it's technically still foreplay. Like, where did the technicalities, like, you know, get fucking hardlined? Because there's a lot of technicalities when you, like, just... Foreplay is such a vague and, like, amorphous topic. Like, you can't just say, like, it's all good. It's all good. All the foreplay's fine. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> like, no, that's not accurate, dude. That's not accurate. Cool. Yeah. This has all been very sexually depressing sorry <laughs> no it's great it's great let's, let's yeah depress bring on people. that good news let's hear some good news so because we were talking about antarctica and <laughs> it was really sad and stuff here's a really cute thing that has to do with antarctica this was pulled from the good news hub the article was written by abraham fletcher and it was published on august 31st uh 2022 and the headline reads, Penguin with foot condition has custom shoes. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Is yeah. there a picture? Is it adorable? Uh, yeah, there's a little picture of him right here. <laughs> oh my god. I was going to say I wish you all could see this, but you can because yeah, the link will be in our audio show medium. notes. We'll put, we'll link the article. It's very cute. So yeah, he has custom orthopedic shoes. <laughs> this is really great. <laughs> A penguin with a foot condition had a pair of orthopedic shoes custom made for him to help correct the degenerative foot condition that he has. Lucas is a four-year-old African penguin who resides in the San Diego Zoo. He was diagnosed with a condition called Bumblefoot, which is the cutest <laughs> condition name I've ever heard, <laughs> which is a bacterial infection common in birds and rodents. The condition causes inflammation in the foot pad and can be fatal if left untreated. Luckily for Lucas... <laughs> the pair of shoes he made will prevent <laughs> he had made, excuse me, will prevent sores from occurring on his feet. The orthopedics are 
made from a combination of rubber and neoprene and are purposefully black so they look like the color of his feet as much as possible <laughs> that is so adorable yeah <laughs> oh thank you for bringing the good news in yeah and you know normally we shout them out at the end of the show but let's just shout these guys out right now there's a nonprofit called therapov who makes animal prosthetics and stuff and that's really fucking adorable and really cute and we love you therapaws yay keep therapaws. doing what you're doing so we didn't talk about our personal updates do you have any personal updates yeah i guess i started climbing <gasps> here and not just when i go to the mainland so that's been fun i'm in renegotiation for one of my contracts so yeah. that's ultimately a good thing i think and um yeah that's pretty much it you have all the big stuff going on i always feel like when i talk about my life it's always like me me i think your life is awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah it is it, it's fine no just you know uh well i actually posted on social media about the move so people know and people are surprised and they're like happy and whatever um <laughs> yeah it's fine i had my first meeting um with the team which is software for a better society um so that's very exciting i learned a little bit about the project i'm going to be working on and then i got told please don't worry about coming you know to these meetings because they're from 11 p.m to 1 a.m our time so very fun sure sure yeah. The reason actually why I asked is because we have a segue, though, in Antarctica segue yeah. into uh, the topic that we're actually talking about today. Good old southern segue. It is. Sorry, I don't know why I just did that. That was so dramatic. Um, <laughs> the Nazis have a secret base in Antarctica. Yeah. Guess what we're talking about? We're talking about really stupid fucking conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't guess that, I'm sorry. Because you clearly thought we were talking about something much more entertaining. Not that this isn't going to be entertaining. This is going to be very silly. We have searched the bowels of the internet and pulled some of the most ridiculous conspiracy theories we can find. Both having to do with punk rock and not at all. And we're going to talk about them. Yeah. And this is an episode that if you guys feel like jumping in on the conversation, let's do this. Like, this is going to be such a fucking ridiculous conversation to have and go in so many places. And we're probably going to lose friends and we're probably going to make friends. And that's what conspiracy theories do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know much about the, the Nazi secret base one, but it's a surprise to me. I think if anybody would have known about it, it's all those research scientists that are doing sexual harassment. And yeah, sexual they're Nazis. Assault. That makes oh, so much sense. sense. Oh, my God. Explain. Yeah. Somebody call science. We <laughs> fucking broke it wide open. No, uh, they basically were just saying that the Nazis, like, because the Nazis had places where they had stolen treasures because like Hitler was obsessed with the occult because he was like a big fucking drug addict and he was crazy and so like the Nazis had a few places where they were like stashing treasure mm -hmm. um and so like basically Antarctica was just another like somebody was like oh they have one in Antarctica and they got UFOs down there and like there's you know some like crazy like grandpa talk where you're just like 
Right, dude. <laughs> so one thing that I, I will point out in advance of these conspiracy theories is that they all seem to originate from a place of like a lack of knowledge, right? They try to explain these gaps mm -hmm. for like, okay, we know the Nazis did this. We will never go to Antarctica. Therefore, yeah. The Nazis have a, and you'll see that like a lot throughout you, the listener, Diz and I have talked about this like a whole bunch. Like they, they just come from like a lack of, of knowledge or understanding and trying to make sense of the world given the pieces that you know and like sure the best way you can put them together. That's how the human brain works too. Like, you know, we have to like make patterns and shit like that to like get through our day to day lives, but like. When you start turning them into, like, or, like, making those patterns about crazy shit that doesn't fucking matter at all. And, like, sometimes it matters very much to people, some of the topics we're going to talk about. So if these, we hit on any that do matter to you, all right, dude, well, let's talk about it. We're into talking about it. But anyway, let's get started Yeah, with, uh, I don't know, you want to start with Flat Earthers? So oh. for you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> general fucking ambience when this topic is brought up. It's just... Oh, fuck. Yeah, so here again, like, someone Magellan circumnavigated the globe, like, a really fucking long time ago, and proved that the Earth is round. But, you know, most people will never be able to get to space, even with the cost of going to space recreationally becoming you know, more and more affordable. Most <laughs> people won't go in the in their lifetime. Yeah. They will never see the curvature of the earth from space. Sure. And so like, of course that makes sense. And then you have all these leaders in the the in the movement that are like, I'm gonna show y'all what's up and I'm gonna take this level into space. Or not yeah. space, but an airplane. And it's like, of course, you know, it's gonna stay level in the airplane because the pilot and physics and all this <laughs> stuff works together to create a level environment. Yeah. Like, it's just, it makes no sense. Well, and also, like, if the Earth is a disk, like they say it is, then, okay, guys, there's no, <laughs> there's no way that works. Things would, the distance between things would be much shorter if you did not have to follow, like, the curvature of the Earth. Like, the way that we would be able to navigate the earth would be completely different. You know what I mean? Like, and there's no fucking ice wall surrounding all of this, keeping the water in guys. That's not real, <laughs> but like, you know, people, people have bought really hard into this theory and like, you know, there's like such little basic things. Like you were saying, um, Magellan circumnavigated. We already know that that's a fact, you know what I mean? Or like the fact that people sail ships and they don't sail off the edge of the world. Like that's yeah. a big one, you know, <laughs> we proved yeah. that a long time ago. Um, you bring up a good one all the time about seeing the curvature of the earth, like from the Concord. Yeah. Or the sunset. Oh, um, shadow. We yeah. Shadows, shadows, shadows for sure. That's a really easy one. Waves and the fact that they like crest is an easy one. But, you know, like, there's a whole lot of argument for this movement, and it's really strange that people feel like that's the hill they want to die on. It's really bizarre. But and if you do want to get out there and find out, you know, study some science. You yeah. know, like, go out there and pursue these, th like, become a fucking astronaut because you want to see if the Earth is, is round or flat. Like, do the thing. Like, yeah. I mean... I support you, but don't just stand 
on Earth and be like, this shit isn't real. Well, like this conspiracy theory and like the like famous like we didn't go to the moon conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. like it was shot in a soundstage one. Like these kind of tie into each other, you know, because it's like the one div- like the one thing that pulls all of this apart in both of these theories is like the why like what what would be the point what would be the point in lying to us about around earth like who's benefiting from it you know what mm-hmm. i mean and then also like we know that we did go to the moon because nobody else on the planet said that we didn't and if there was any thought that america had not made it to the moon there'd be a whole lot of fucking people with some shit to say about it and i'm sure that there's some bowels of the internet where people are like oh yeah that's People do say that, but, like, come on, dude. Like, that would be a regular fucking thing. Yeah, countries would constantly be calling us out on it. Because don't forget, too, like, you brought up previously uh, in conversation, um, or it was uh, with the mister and I, um, we had, like, 17 missions to the moon after that. Like, it's not like it was a one-time thing. And other countries have gone to the moon, and so they would constantly, guaranteed, they'd be like, America, you're fucking lying. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's just no way, like, there's, there's other power structures, and I think that's something really interesting about Americans, is we tend to think of ourselves as main characters. Yeah. So, like, when people believe that conspiracy theory, it really is, like, that main character syndrome, where it's, like, America's the main character, and everybody else is just, like, you know, superfluous in this, like, world, so we don't really think about what happens with other countries, or, like, what other countries have done, (laughs) you know? It's a detriment to being so isolated, because we really are the biggest country in North America. Well, I mean, not the biggest land-wise, mm-hmm. but like we do have a lot of people and we have a lot of political power. We mm-hmm. have way more than Canada and um, Mexico. And so it we do have this very isolated and, and American-centric like view of things. Yeah. Um, Mythbusters actually did an episode where they tried to recreate the moon landing in a studio, and they just could not do it, even yeah. with replicating, like, you know, trying to replicate whatever the conditions would be. And then, you know, of course, the conspiracy theorists were like, but you already know how to do it, so of course you're going to yeah. not do it, right? Or they're like, it's the media, man. They're lying to you. Like- yeah, with... Oh, that's a great segue for the next one. And our next conspiracy theory was supposedly COVID was invented by the media. Didn't you know? Yeah. It didn't affect anybody else in the world. What the fuck? Literally, are you that dumb? Like, oh. Oh, (laughs) that's, you're going to hear that sound a lot today. (laughs) I'm really, yeah. (laughs) I'm really sorry if you actually are privileged enough to never have anyone die, get sick, with covid be affected by covid in any way to the point that you actually don't believe that it is real because like i've had people die you know like i've had people die i've had people get sick i've had people that work in wards and like you brought up in a previous episode in new york you know they were lining the streets um people were lining the streets and dead bodies and they were driving them around in refrigeration trucks and like i had a friend who was on the ground there doing Mm -hmm. that as a podiatrist like all these different specialists were called out of their disciplines to do trauma and triage and whatever they could you know yeah i think like that's another really big like main character syndrome kind of thing and especially in this country because i think that a lot of people were like Like, now that, or my favorite one was during the presidential election, 
you know, the Biden Trump election, like people were like, watch fucking Biden's going to win and then COVID's just going to go away or the election's going to happen and COVID's just going to go away. And it's like, why do you guys think this is just America? Like you, like you guys realize it's a global pandemic, right? Like, and I think there were so many, like so many people felt that way though, where it was just like, this is just happening to America and the American government is lying to us about it and all these things. And it's like, dude, like, what the fuck like we this is a global issue like if you can't see outside of your own nationality like for the sake of the world that's pretty distressing man yeah my dad actually brought that up in a conversation he's like oh yeah this is just all gonna go away after the election and i was like you know that's not how this works right like you have a degree in 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 electrical work like you are an electrician you took advanced calculus like you know this is a real thing, right? Like, and I don't know if they're what the cognitive dissonance was. I do know he is well, was he passed away? I do know that he was extremely um, conservative and like so and racist and all that kind of stuff. Um, sexist and misogynist, just being ingrained in the patriarchy. My dad was who he was, whatever. But um, this was not one like he kind of took a turn at the end with these like conspiracy theories and Mm -hmm. like politics and it's even though we didn't get too into it i was like are you do you actually believe this like how did we get to a place where maybe you actually do believe this it's crazy too because i feel like a lot of that is brought about by like the fact that we treat belief systems like teams in this country oh we do and so like it's kind of like when people like are loyal to NFL teams or something, you know what I mean? Like no matter how shitty that team does, like at the end of the day, you're still a fan. So like, you're just going to fucking keep rallying for that team. And like, we watched a lot of people do that. Uh, we watched conservatives do that about COVID and like the lions and sheep thing. <laughs> so oh, I thought you meant like the Detroit lions. Oh no, that no. Is a football <laughs> team. That is though. <laughs> Good sports ball knowledge. People just started doubling down on these like really insane things, you know, or like, like Jesus is like my mask thing. What? <laughs> that was like a thing. Yeah. When people didn't want to wear masks, there was like a lot of like campaigns coming out of the South that were launched with like stupid slogans like that. Like Jesus is my mask or like the blood of Jesus is my vaccine or like. That's you know. weird because he didn't actually touch you with his blood. No, at yeah. All. Well, I mean, they believe like that if you drink that grape juice in church or whatever, you have the body of Christ or whatever. Right? That's the blood of Christ. Yeah, blood it's of Christ. Wine. Shit. Yeah, but, yeah. It's it's wine. Um, it's blessed wine. Whatever. Oh, there's so many things about that. Like, so my friends actually treated people. I had a nurse. You know, like. I have friends who are nurses and they actually were like treating people who were dying from COVID and they're like on their deathbed, like this isn't real. And it's like, no, dude, it is. And you're totally dying from it because you didn't wear a mask and you don't have any vaccines. And with the COVID vaccines, there's been so many conspiracy theories like, oh, the government has poisoned you or like... you were saying someone came up to you and they expressed like sympathy for everyone who had. Yeah, the- that was really weird. That was a weird interaction. I won't disclose who that was, but it was a very strange interaction. And they were like genuinely telling me that they were worried for everybody who got the vaccine. And I was like, yeah, um, 
And, you know, distrust in vaccines made more sense in like the 1920s and 30s and 40s and shit because they were new like brand fucking new like this must be some universe b shit but penicillin was just invented in 1924 or something Mm -hmm. i thought it was 1824 i really got that wrong and like so then vaccines came after that and of course people would be like wait you want me to put what in my mm-hmm. body like that makes no sense sure. i don't trust this but like especially with the mrna vaccine that Ki- uh, that moderna and pfizer did they've been developing that technology so that we don't have to rely on actual bits of live vaccine like at all they're just taking the the code um the sequence dna sequencing if you are interested in knowing how this works you need to look into like genomes genomics dna um sequencing replication it's you can take evolutionary biology as a class and it will help you understand these building blocks Mm -hmm. but like basically they have been working on at least this technology for at least now it's 12 years, you know, um, it was 10 years when, when they were working on the vaccine, the vaccine's been out for almost two years. Yeah. I mean, I think if you do look into any of those areas of study that would be able to explain these mRNA vaccines to you a little bit better, you'll also start to see very clearly that mRNA was just the next logical step to vaccine technology. It wasn't something that was invented for COVID so that they could control your fucking DNA or whatever the fuck you think they're doing. Like, it was just the next logical step. And it's very funny when people, like, when the left swings so far into things that, like, progress becomes an enemy. You know what I mean? And I know that you were talking a little bit about that, like, right before the show started. So that's, like, actually a really great place to jump into that topic right here, where it's, like, in a lot of these conspiracy theories, what we see are people who are so-called alternative, right, in, like, their mindset and stuff. But, like, if you go, if you lean so fucking far, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have a friend, apologies if you listen, um who said that they went so far left they got their guns back and that to me as a logical statement like didn't really make sense but you were saying that you know a lot of people Mm -hmm. who are punk that are like really espousing like second amendment rights Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah yeah which like is funny to see something like gun reform as a negative you know what i mean uh especially when you're coming from like a punk rock ethos I, punk rock is all kinds of things to all kinds of people so I guess I'm not really surprised by this but like you know it is just so insane to watch things like fucking children being murdered at school and all of those things and just being like no 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 I would like my guns and by that measure I would also like everyone else to be able to have their guns as a right because I want mine but like also I'm a responsible gun owner and it's like that is cognitive dissonance that it's finest like that is like an and insane main character syndrome if i'm yeah. this way if like, i'm a, a responsible gun owner yeah yeah oh how very interesting yeah this main character thing keeps coming back oh that's too. because people are narcissistic as shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> aaron like that's not just like a personality disorder that some people have i think most of the world really has like a good fucking splash of that how you use it is you know 
uh, on like sliding scales, I think, but I think humanity is very much plagued with that. Aaron Paul. Is that his name? Uh, Logan Paul? No. Aaron Paul, the actor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> From Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I follow him on Instagram and he wrote a really, really amazing like little post about gun reform and mm-hmm. just like why people are so against it. You know what I mean? And just being like, how could you be like, babies are dying in school like you know mm-hmm. and i think like it's really interesting to see some people coming from that perspective and the other side coming from like yes but me though <laughs> <You know? laughs> well and no one's saying you can't have guns people are saying you can't have like an assault rifle you know or like a semi-automatic yeah. like shit that carries like 150 bullets or some shit and yeah like, 90 bullets in a the shit that doesn't that does not protect your family from a burglar and does not shoot deer like calm the fuck down okay like you don't need an assault rifle to do either of those things like yeah uh, just because the technology exists out there doesn't mean that it should be open to the general public. And yeah, that is a matter of opinion on my fucking part, but I will stand by it. Yeah. Full <laughs> disclosure, though, I do use fluoride. I I use fluoride and so uh, maybe the government yeah. has control your of fucking my toothpaste. brain. It yeah. is my toothpaste. Yeah. We've been blowing it for years with good dental hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Which is another. What is your favorite... Um, conspiracy theory. Do you have a favorite? Well, my favorite conspiracy theory is MK Ultra because it's real. You know what I mean? Oh, I think yeah, like that's the funny thing about it's great. Huh? When they actually work out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not even when they actually work out because the funny thing was MK Ultra was like like the world turned such a fucking blind eye to that one real quick. You know what I mean? And that one was like a hundred percent true. And it's crazy when you think that people are so fucking heavily focused on things like we didn't go to the moon or like fucking birds aren't real you know oh, that, i love birds are- yeah anyway go ahead. that yeah <laughs> that like you know we completely like turn blind eyes to, like the crazy shit that's actually going on like honey you don't need to look for conspiracy theories like the truth is scary enough you yes. know and so like my favorite conspiracy theory is mk ultra because like it was way more nuts than people think it was you know like if you have an idea of what mk ultra is it was the government experiment to try to discover mind control drugs and they were dosing people with lsd and they were fucking like a lot of innocent people with a lot of lsd and whatever else they thought they might be able to control people's minds with and like the world knows that side of mk ultra but if you like dig a little deeper into it there was a man named sydney gottlieb okay so this man Mm-hmm. was given America's first license to kill, essentially, like, free fucking reign, like, just give us this mind control drug. So what? for decades, Sidney Gottlieb got to experiment with LSD on whoever the fuck he felt like. And he would do this with, like, fellow CIA agents at, like, Christmas parties. He would do it to, like, kids. He would do it to, like, people in their homes. He would do it to, like, whoever the fuck he felt like. And he got super drunk with power. <laughs> I could admit, how could you yeah. not? How could you not? And like the government just was like, yeah, let him go. <laughs> He'll He's going to bring us back a fucking mind control drug one of these days. They let this go on for like two decades, dude. <laughs> like that story is way gnarlier, you know? And like 
he only recently became like a known public figure and he's barely a known public figure at this point but like there is a good book i think the title is my name is sydney gottlieb but it's not autobiographical Uh. um but it's an amazing story if you guys want to actually hear like a fucking nut story that should be a conspiracy theory and is actually true look up sydney gottlieb and unk ultra what about you well, uh, you said birds aren't real, so I feel really bad. No, uh, no, no, please. People deserve to know. Birds aren't real isn't real. Um, <laughs> Drop that hammer. <laughs> yeah, so when uh, it was a while ago, maybe like 2015, 2016, there was a flyer in one of the restroom stalls at Prince Cujillo Plaza, which is the local Hilo Mall, and it was like, this pigeon isn't real. For more information, go to this website. And I was like, you are coming with me and uh, I'm going to put you up in my office. And so I did. <laughs> this flyer has been in my office with this fucking pigeon. And um, so I got kind of into like, how do people believe that birds aren't real? And they basically believe that birds are like surveillance drones for the government mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. you know, just are constantly watching you. And um what was so satisfying is that earlier this year in 2022, the f- the creators of the Birds Aren't Real movement came out and said that, oh, they've just been, you know, having, they've been participating in audience, what is it? It's like audience participation where- like performance art? Like performance art, but the audience is in on it, you know, and like so- everybody must clearly know that this is a joke, you know, and like that it just grew into all these things. And so like, (laughs) but they, they basically were like, of course, birds are real. Of course, birds aren't real, isn't real. You know, it was just this thing that we were doing and now we're all going off to college. So we can't maintain like the conspiracy theory website and have all these rallies and stuff anymore. And I just thought that was so just like miraculous. Like what a, what a full circle life for this conspiracy theory. Like, and I do hope that everyone who believed in and participated in the movement wasn't hurt by the fact that birds are in fact actually real creatures. (laughs) Um, They are not surveillance drones, even though surveillance drones do exist in the form of like birds or insects or whatever. Like the, the technology does exist. Just you are not the person that will be surveilled by that technology. Yeah, that's more main character syndrome. And I think like, you know, for conspiracy theory nuts, like that is the common thread is that you are very, uh, you know, into being the main character in your story, which is fine, but you, you cannot discount the rest of the world to spin crazy narratives for yourself. Um, do you believe in any conspiracy theories? I don't know. I think like one that comes up a lot is that the government killed JFK. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, I don't think that the government killed JFK for like an insidious purpose, but I th- do think that there might be something to the fact that like when the shots were fired, like his, his, have you ever heard like the theory, like his agent also fired in like a panic because shots were being fired oh no and that he might have hit him in the head oh that makes sense yeah because like that's the, that's the magic bullet thing right have you ever heard the magic yes bullet? i've yeah. heard the magic bullet theory yeah we'll so, post a link in the show notes too yeah totally and like that one like that one's not so fucking outlandish that i would be like nope not true you know what i mean like that's yeah. totally like somebody shooting at the president is a scary thing and like when it's your job to be like 
the guy that is trying to protect him, you might fuck up. Like, that's fair. If you do have a fucking rifle next to his head, you know what I mean? Like, eh, could be. Yeah, it could have been a whoopsie. Yeah, and like, <laughs> of course, you know, the American government would cover that up because they were like, well, we don't really want that to be the story. So, like, I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't fire. I think he did. I just don't know who, you know, Where which the... bullet hit him Yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm excited for when that gets declassified. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it ever does. Yeah. That was a pretty big whoopsie on <laughs> part of the Secret Service. So. Yeah. We have a saying in our house and it's like, oh, that's a pretty big whoopsie, but not as big as slavery. <laughs> like, which... Because someone, some meme or something was like, slavery was a pretty big whoopsie. And so just we can't get away from that. Yeah. I sort of kind of can buy into the earth has been sucked into a black hole because it, it's not, it's a theory <laughs> based in astrophysics and like string theory and particle theory. And like it's one possible reason for like why we see reality and experience echoes of, of thing. Anyway, they're not saying that we are living in a black hole, you know, right now. Well, I mean, that is what the theory says. Yeah, it That's sounds not a lot like it. <laughs> the conspiracy, I don't know if the conspiracy theory really differs from the actual scientific theory, which is that like we've been sucked in past the event horizon. And so like the earth is just replaying itself on a loop. Yeah, it's sure. A, it's a weird string theory thing. So yeah, I mean, when you get into like the string theory and stuff like that, that becomes a completely different thing. I mean, I think that there's definitely a lot more merit to that theory than just like the tinfoil hat kind of like surface and just being like, Earth was sucked into a black hole, man. It ended in 2012 and everything's just been fucked since then because like <laughs> that's also a main character kind of like syndrome to think that like that is how that works because the world's been fucked for a long time, guys. It's yeah. it's not just your lifetime that things have been crazy. Things have been a lot crazier than right now. I'd like to remind everybody that this is actually like with scientific advancements and like all of the different things that medical advancements, especially like this is one of, if not the best time to be alive on the planet. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. For real, one thing that I learned along those lines is that Egypt, you know, Egypt was around for 300 years as a society. And so they had Egyptian scholars that were archaeologists studying ancient Egyptian mm -hmm, like sure. artifacts and, and sites and stuff. And so what's crazy, just talking about the longevity of like where we are now and how this is a great time to be alive is like, you know, we will have to exist for another like, what is it? It's like another 3,000 or 1,900 years or something to get to where Egypt like was at the mm -hmm. fall of Egyptian society. So like, and they, they had running water, you know, but they didn't have, you know, who knows if they had toothbrushes, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm they didn't sure have they had smartphones. A lot of them died from wisdom teeth. So they definitely yeah. didn't have that kind of dental surgery. Like that's something that we know from like mummies and stuff for sure the running water thing actually came from the Romans when like the Roman and Egyptian empires yeah. collided, but still Romans were fucking nuts as well as like, but you know, like all of this goes back to Gobekli Tepe and like, you know, that sets the entire like time frame for humanity is like civilized, like uh, animals, you know, like back like a few, like 
hundred, if not thousand years from where we originally thought, because like the discovery of the discovery of Gobekli Tepe was like massive, you know, and like n- mm. not to mention we still don't understand a lot about it. Um, yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, that is a whole nother thing, and that's not a conspiracy. That's very true, and it's very cool. But because this is a punk rock podcast, let's talk about some rock and roll conspiracy theories. Oh my god, I totally believe that Courtney killed Kurt. Yeah? And then her bassist. Huh. Because her bassist died like the week later. Oh. The bassist from Hole, yeah. Who do you think did it? Courtney. Courtney Love. Yeah? You I think do. so? You don't think she would hire a hitman? No, I don't. I th- I Oh, that's a good question. No, I don't. I She was a train wreck then and she's a train wreck now and maybe like, a lot of that is like Do she's sophisticated Kurt. enough to get away with it? Maybe I mean OJ did, you know, like <laughs> OJ did it. Uh, yeah, but he had the, lots and the, lots the... of money, and his lawyer is what got OJ off. Yes. Not like circumstantial evidence or anything. It was just the like the if the glove doesn't fit, <laughs> you, <laughs> you ain't got shit. <laughs> what what is your what are your punk? What's the punk rock one? Well, I mean, if we're gonna talk about Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love, then we have to talk about Sid and Nancy uh-huh. also. And, like, I don't know. Honestly, like, this is one of those things that, like, comes down to a discussion a lot that I've had with a lot of different people in my life because for some reason Sid and Nancy still matter. Whatever. Um, (laughs) They fucking, you know, like, he killed Nancy. Sure. I think that most of the world is in agreement on that. You know what I mean? But, like, then there's this outlying fact that, like, he was so fucking high on heroin when they found him and had been by, like, his toxicology, like, tests that yeah. he could barely fucking move. And, like, so then the time frame starts lining up when he would have stabbed her to, like, you know. Yeah, there's some misalignment there. Yeah, totally. And so, like, one of the theories is that they had a suicide pact and she stabbed herself and then he was so fucking high that he couldn't do anything about it. And then that's why, like, she was found under the bathroom sink. Like, she fucking crawled herself there. I think, like, that's probably also credible. You know what I mean? Like, I also would believe that if I gave a shit about what happened in this (laughs) hotel room that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, historically, it is pretty meaningless but like i don't know if if you're into the idea of like getting your facts straight then i think that's an open discussion to have because there were drugs and there were they did have a suicide pact like they know that you know what i mean so there's like if if i was a detective i would definitely have more questions about it yeah super quickly do you think the kgb used punk rock to try to destabilize the west i think i know a lot of people who would love to think that with how like popular communism has become amongst like punk rock culture god i fucking hope so because if they did like what a backfire you know what i mean like they just really ran with that yeah and like like you guys were like oh we're gonna control the west and instead like all you guys got was avril lavigne that sucks for you yeah and (laughs) and fuck this system like fuck the system but we didn't tear the system down like you know we're doing our best to fix broken systems yeah i mean it just became uh i mean no i don't believe that (laughs) yeah me neither i think fashion created punk rock you know in terms of like the culture we know today uh because like things like the sex pistols and stuff like that you know and then it turned into a bunch of different things because it has very very few like hardline base points that like define punk rock so 
It would be really funny if they did, though, and then they were just like, ah, damn. I'm like, at what point did they pull the plug on that? <laughs> you know what I mean? We're Whoa, like, it's we a step, wash. <laughs> step away. Yeah, they're like, that shit is a dumpster fire. Yeah. And like, I want no part of it. They're like, <laughs> sit in Nancy now. Pull the plug. Like, um, Speaking of Avril Lavigne, that's a funny one. I don't consider Avril Lavigne to be punk rock in any way, shape, or form, but she considers herself to be rich off of punk rock. I mean, I think, you know, society did. Whatever. She got rich off of, like, a very silly version of punk rock. But She is not a boy band with distortion um, because she's a girl. But the band maybe is boys? I don't know. Maybe it is a boy band with distortion. Mm, Yeah. I mean, I think she's Britney Spears with distortion or, you know, that's probably more accurate. I like that. But, like, um... There's like a whole thing that she she was killed and replaced with a clone, which like, <laughs> God, I hope that's true too, because like, how pointless, you know what I mean? Like, if Avril Lavigne died, like, why would we need to be like, uh oh, society and culture is lost now? <laughs> like, we need to put a replacement in quick, you know what it's, I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like she's Paul McCartney, which is another theory, yeah, exactly like that. Which but. like, yeah, I could see like, I mean, I. The man's a knight or whatever, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got a lot more credibility. Is yeah, you know, I mean rock and roll is just full of so many funny, funny conspiracy theories. Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil, if we want to go back oh, that far. Yeah. Which, you know, there's At actually the crossroads. There's a super fucking great documentary on Netflix about this, about Robert Johnson and like the whole like mythos about the crossroads. That's cool. I would yeah. like to watch that. And they it's crazy because like they're talking to like a bunch of his family and like a bunch of people who like would have played with people who played with robert johnson and you know they were saying that the devil in robert johnson's life was figurative for sure and his life story was brutal and his death was brutal um but like none of those things were you know a supernatural devil they were like the devil inside of him was like really himself that makes sense yeah i mean that still holds true today for many people i mean i think he's a member of the 27 club actually oh yeah but you know i think that could probably be said about any member of the 27 club yeah this one isn't necessarily related to punk rock, but I do know a lot of punk rockers, especially here in Hawaii, like on this island from a scene, a very particular scene that believed this. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm I mean, ready. I'm okay. In. It's the it's that um, Denver is the hub of the Illuminati, and then <laughs> under the Denver airport is the lizard people. Oh God! And they like live down there and are building like this society, and they're getting ready to like come and take over the earth and be like our lizard people overlords. Right on. Yeah, I actually know a dude who left Hawaii to go to like investigate this. Wow. Yeah. He was not successful and he became like a, a cook in Vermont. <laughs> if or he something. had been successful, I think we would have all known who this guy was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in the Denver fucking airport mm, three weeks ago. <laughs> Tell you what, it wasn't special. <laughs> like, oh, no. I actually got stuck there for a long time. You just didn't go far enough, is what happened. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, I did have to run to two separate terminals because I'm stupid. And then I did sit on the tarmac for three hours. But 
you know, it looked like a pretty regular airport. They could have picked a nicer airport. There's a lot of really nice airports, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they could have picked a better one. Yeah, I don't know. It's something about, like, the convergence of, like, cultures that were there before, like, you know, Native American cultures Sure, but, something. like, what does that have to, like, that has to do with the lizard people? Yeah, the lizard people. Not the Illuminati. Yeah. 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 Well, why are they entangled? I have no idea. What's their what's their brotherhood about? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe the Illuminati like work for the lizard people. That I never understand what people are fucking talking about when they're talking about the Illuminati now. Like I know what I the thought Illumi- it was Beyonce and Jay Z are the Illuminati. They're members of the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sasha Fierce is a demon that possesses Beyonce. That's my favorite one. There's like a bunch of these like Christian videos that were made about that where they're being very serious and uh, they like (laughs) freeze frame a bunch of like Beyonce dancing, which like sucks because they're catching her in a bunch of very like unfortunate faces, you know? Yeah. And then they're being like, look, look at her eyes. She's a demon. (laughs) (laughs) She's just dancing, (laughs) y'all. Let her just dance. Dang, dude. Like, I mean... To be fair, like, if you were going to be the Antichrist or whatever, like, Beyonce is a good way to go. You're a sexy Antichrist. Yes. That's much more, you know, that's a much better choice than, like, a white male politician. But, like... Yes, agreed. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I don't see... I don't see the point. (laughs) Like, what is that demon getting out of being Beyonce? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not like people are, like doing blood ritual sacrifice for her or anything or i don't know maybe they maybe are, they are. who knows if the, you're doing that the though, beehive is intense and i was i was thinking like yeah i don't know a demon would get like money fame power an entire like yeah but what uh, does like, that mean to demons like the, that's like the whole nother thing is like that's another main character thing like yeah. that humans do is like we think that like the things that we value are things that like other things would value like supernatural like forces even like yeah, that just makes me think of I'm a fucking demon, like from Dogma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the church does that all the time, too, and just being like, give us money, money for God, right? And it's like, what the fuck would God care about money? Like, this is a mankind invention. Like, it's currency, I don't think, and God should really, I mean, I think in the Bible, it said that currency and God shouldn't go together. Isn't that why Jesus threw all those tables over? So, like, you know. I don't know, but now I'm just imagining Jesus flipping tables. No, like, he did. Yeah, that's very a very famous and... story in the Bible. I know his wedding one. Anyway, this is going on a tangent. <laughs> and... Cool. Well, yeah, I think my my very favorite silly one in the rock and roll world is that uh, Depeche Mode's Dave Gain is a vampire. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um I think there's a lot of people who would want to believe that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like they are like the uh, ultimate goth band for sure. You know, it's like them and the cure, I think. But like, I don't. They're way better looking like people. I mean, like they're way, <laughs> like, like Dave Navarro. I'm like, I would believe Dave Navarro is a vampire. <laughs> he is a beautiful man that has an age. Like what a sexy specimen who has looked the same for like 30 years. Or like, like Paul Rudd. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, weird. that man just That's continues weird. to look the same. If we're going to start vampire rumors, like we should do like really like not 
cliche vampires like that like paul rudd is a vampire let's start that conspiracy theory. i like that yeah. paul rudd is a vampire yeah. everybody you heard it hashtag here. paul rudd is a vampire let's get it going <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i'm gonna fucking start putting it in all our posts i'm gonna turn this into a real thing you should do it yeah you have any other ones you want to cover before we wrap up here no i'm good we talked about all of them and i guess just the last thing related is that a whole a band um posted about like conspiracy theories and they got removed from facebook Mm -hmm. because people thought facebook or whatever thought they were associated with QAnon, but it was (laughs) just a band and they were like talking about their lyrics or something and guys speaking of QAnon, i know that people are gonna be like where was QAnon in all of this but like that's so fucking stupid i don't even think that we (laughs) need to talk about it honestly like Suck a dick, QAnon, and your weird followers, you know? Or, yeah, and your entire line of conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, like, just stop it. You just go away. We don't even want to give that much more of a platform. But I just want to wrap this up in saying that, like, one really obvious thread, if not the most obvious thread, as I said, between all of these conspiracy theories is this main character syndrome. And so the next time you find yourself wrapped up in a conspiracy theory that seems too ridiculous to be you know (laughs) real and i don't mean like ridiculous like mk ultra i mean like ridiculous like the flat earth you know just maybe consider like how much privilege you have or how much you know (laughs) because those things all factor into how much you buy into conspiracy theories yeah privilege and then also you know the desire to be elitist or what is the gap that this knowledge is trying to explain yeah sure Um, and then look maybe at that thing i do like that you pointed that out that was very awesome yeah i mean i think that there's something to be learned from all of this silliness you know cool shout outs i kind of already did one in the beginning of the show so if you want to go ahead yes throw one out there i do so there's a book by daniel kahneman called thinking fast and slow and it explains how like the subconscious bias in your brain operates to categorize things and it talks about the two different kinds of like brain operation systems that we have he does a lot of like emotional behavior economics Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I just think if we're talking about like thinking, it's good to understand how our own brains are working, especially outside of our control. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that book again is Thinking Fast and Slow. Do you have a band shout out? You know, we're using their lyrics. Shout out Minutemen. They're 1980s punk band. Excellent. Much goofier than your average 1980s punk band. Much better musicians. Very, very funky. A lot of you guys may not realize this, but the opening credit song for Jackass is actually a clip of a Minutemen song. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so uh, if I had to recommend one of their songs, why not? Corona is the song that the Jackass intro was pulled from, and it's very excellent. The whole album is just so fucking good. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I... I'm going to shout out the band Fear No Empire. They released a single in late 2020 called Super Spreader, and it's really political. It's about, like, why people, why don't you just wear a mask? Like, clearly you're you're going and you're being a problem in, in public spaces. And, uh, you know, just really, like, check your privilege. It does have bad words in it. The chorus is just wear, <laughs> wear a stupid mask, you dumb fuck, over and over <laughs> again. Um, but it's very fun. I like it. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Well, you guys can follow us 
on Instagram at out on an island podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I and they it. can email us at out on an island podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can see the full land acknowledgement on our website at out on an island podcast.com. Cool. Yeah. YouTube also. Oh, yeah. We're on YouTube. Um, one day we will have videos of our faces. <laughs> one day. Ha ha. But all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye.